Welcome into the Train with the Best podcast. I'm Craig Hoffman. Chris Gores. And we are merely human. That is the <laughs> subject, the uh, motif, the theme of the podcast today. Uh, but we are humans, Chris Gores, with a website. That's exciting. So it's, it's a right. big week uh, here at Train with the Best Media. That's right. I mean, I mean, I'm pretty excited about getting on to this new venture and showing some of the stuff that we've been working on, um, some of the stuff that we've already been implementing over at the works in Alexandria, um, and then, you know, branching out. I know we've got a couple of meetings coming up with, with some, some big time people. So got some exciting stuff coming up um, for, for everybody. And I think uh, right on time, like as, as things start to reopen back up and, and people are, are willing to venture out and get back into some of the education stuff that we, we've been doing. Um, yeah, I'm really excited about what the near future is going to hold. Yeah, it's also clearly a big week because you're clean shaven. Uh, yeah, that's right. Um, like that's a lot of face. It is. Like, I look like I'm 12 when I shave. Yeah, you look a lot younger, like in a meaningful way. Not to say you look old because that's always the double-edged sword, right? It's like, oh, so I look old? It's like, no, no, no. no Distinguished it, or something. Uh, but now now the baby face is like, it. it's definitely very baby. Which is why I don't shave. Right. That's also because, why I don't shave. Because I would look like literally like I could go to school with Mila. <laughs> <laughs> like if you put, put me in a backpack and, you know, whatever Ra the kids are wearing. Rachel and I have been dating for eight months and I have clean shaven my face exactly once in that eight <laughs> months. And I, in, before I even walked out of the bathroom to show her, I had regret. <laughs> it's... yeah. Not great. It, Not great at uh, all. Yeah, I don't do it often, but every once in a while. Every once in a while. Uh, yeah. So coming up, as we said on the show, the, the main topic today will be getting into the human side of training on our side of it. We talk about treating the human all the time, but there are just things in life that we can't prevent as trainers and you know how we deal with that will affect our ability to have a long and successful career. And so Chris has had some uh, recent things that, that have kind of fallen into that lane and we're gonna talk it out here on the podcast. Uh, but as we said, we have the new website uh, and there are some new things coming. Um, this is gonna be a, a long play, so we'll talk about it a little bit here, but um, don't expect anything immediate. Uh, it is trainwiththebest21.com, the website. And it's got links to everything that we do. It's got links to all our sponsors. It's got links to obviously this podcast. Uh, it has got more information on us. If you want to read like the bio or the story of how we got together, that's all on there. And then eventually uh, people will notice the education tab. And ultimately long-term, Chris, that's the play is for us to, um, you know, as, as we've started do talking to people about what more we can do, People want to learn, uh, I guess, from us, from you, uh, more than just a, an hour a week or in a half hour a week on a podcast. So uh, we're, we're working on some things to ultimately, hopefully provide that for people. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, the mentorship part of, of this is something that I, I really enjoy. And um, I guess I'm starting to embrace because, it, you know, you know me, like I always think like, why would anybody want to listen to me? Like, I don't really think that I have anything to offer but uh some of our friends and you have convinced me that hey like there's there's some stories that you need to tell because 
you know, uh, it, it's valuable. It can, it can help people. And if, if it can help people, then I'll do it. If it's, if it's something where I just want to become like the best YouTube influencer or whatever, like I'm not for that. I don't really care to, to be in internet fights with people to prove how great of a trainer I am or anything. But if it's something that can help people, cool, let's do it. Yeah, definitely. So we're definitely soliciting feedback. Um, what is it that people would like from us? Uh, you can reach out on the website. Uh, we at, There's an email address now. You can go hello at trainwiththebest21.com <laughs> uh, and I will get that email. Uh, so there's we're, we're excited about all of this and uh, you can check out the website at trainwiththebest21.com uh, and also Instagram. Uh, we, we launched an Instagram site. I'm going to be putting out a lot more stuff on that as well, or we're going to be putting out a lot more stuff on that as well. Some of the, the programming uh, videos that we shot for like Train Heroic, um, you know, you won't get the actual programming, but maybe you get some exercise ideas, some drills. Uh, some of that stuff will come through there. Some of the great photography work from our friend uh, Javi is going to make its way to, to that Instagram account as well. It's super fun to just go through the pictures and just be like, damn. Javi's so good at this. <laughs> and that's yeah. uh, that was a lot of what my last two weeks building this website was, was going through all the photos and being like, I think this one should go here. I think that one should go here. Holy crap, this is amazing. Javi's so damn good at this. Yeah, he is. I mean, well, you you know me. Like, I hate pictures of myself. I hate listening to myself on this podcast. <laughs> on the occasions where I do listen, I listen at like two and a half times speed because I hate the sound of my voice. I hate the way I look in pictures. But yeah, Javi did an amazing job with, some of those pictures um i guess it was like a month month and a half ago that we did yeah that. it was Over you uh weeks, yeah. do we need to get someone on this podcast to to boost your self-esteem like like well, an actual <laughs> professional to be like chris this is not a good way to talk about yourself positively i know i know well this is this is part of the this is part of the topic of today really because like uh this week especially like and it goes into the whole mental health stuff too right like mm -hmm. i try to do so much for everybody i try to be everything for everybody and it's it's hard sometimes because like you said i'm only human yeah indeed so without further ado no need for a, a big long catch-up today um also last piece of housekeeping this is really exciting uh news that we'll throw in here real quick next week on the show chris and i will be sitting down with brian myers the ceo of solid core um brian's story is remarkable um he's a guy who's done a lot of amazing things in his career and now um, i think he's in his mid-30s even he might i don't even know how how old he is exactly but um like he's a fairly young guy to be the ceo of a major company and as far as we know he is also the highest ranking both black ceo and highest ranking gay CEO in fitness and so or like person in fitness as as the CEO of this company so uh or you know also of a company of this size SolidCore has I think at this point 75 studios nationwide and wow. he's the CEO in in charge of all of them uh, recently taking over that role from Ann Malum, who moved into a, a chairperson role. Um, obviously, Ann's been on the show before. And um, since Ann's been on the show, uh, my relationship with SolidCore has changed. Not anything to do with the show, but um, my girlfriend is a senior master coach there. But, um, you know, and so kind of getting to see that company in, in a very different light and, and going to the workouts and like having a, a, a different relationship again with the brand um, I'm excited to talk to the person in charge of it in general, but also like knowing Brian minimally and like following on social media and everything. Um, 
I'm so excited to talk to him because he's got a hell of a story to tell and is also just brilliantly smart. And that's kind of part of why we created this podcast was a chance for us to get to talk to really, really smart people. And Brian certainly fits that bill. Right. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that conversation as well. And we'll be able to do it in person. So, um, even better, right? Yeah, so. exactly. It was, hey, Brian, uh, can we do this in person? We're vaccinated. Yeah, I've been vaccinated for a month. I'll see another face. Sweet. That's right. So uh, <laughs> we're sitting down with Brian next week, and that'll be out uh, next Monday. So make sure that you are subscribed, and it will hit your podcast feed as soon as it is available. Without further ado, though, quick break. Come back, and we're talking about our own humanity here on the pod. The Train With The Best podcast is brought to you by Super Coffee, a healthy, delicious alternative to sugary coffee okay. drinks like Frappuccinos, Dunkin', and yep. energy drinks. I personally love the mocha. Uh, that's probably one of my favorites. Uh, vanilla, too. Really, I like all the original flavors, which for me is great because I've been drinking Super Coffee for a long time. The new ones are great. The, the coconut mocha, the blueberry latte, that one's been a huge hit. I just love the originals. Chocolate, vanilla, basically. Mocha, vanilla, mocha. It's chocolate and coffee. How could you go wrong? Anyway, Super Coffee, again, the healthy, delicious alternative to sugary drinks, like a Frappuccino. Why do we talk about Frappuccinos? Because a lot of people like them. Starbucks, very large company, who puts a lot of sugar in their stuff, like 52 grams of sugar. No, really, 52 grams of sugar in a Frappuccino as opposed to zero in Super Coffee. Plus, Super Coffee's got 10 grams of protein, only 80 calories per bottle, and it comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee, meaning if you don't love it, you get your money back. Zippo questions asked. And if you go to drinksupercoffee.com, use the code TWTB, you get 25% off your entire first purchase. Again, that's TWTB at drinksupercoffee.com, or check it out nationwide over 25,000 stores like Target, Whole Foods, Walmart, Kroger. The Train with the Best podcast is brought to you by Momentus. Talk about collagen in this Momentus ad. Like we've talked a lot about all the different proteins and stuff over the years unless you're somehow a brand new listener to the pod. First of all, welcome where you've been. Second of all, you've heard about these things before. So we're just going to drop a knowledge bomb in the middle of this one. There was a study done at the University of California, Davis, by exercise physiologists who found that if you put a collagen uh, and vitamin C supplement in athletes before a workout, like I guess you wouldn't like in it, like you're not injecting them. They took one. You get the point uh, that actually their collagen production doubled 30 to 60 minutes prior to training collagen production doubled. You can read more about it on the Momentus blog. Go check that out. By the way, if you scroll down far enough, you might find the podcast I did with Matt Wan a couple of weeks ago. So all kinds of good stuff there. And plus, then you're at livemomentus.com and you can use the code TRAINWITHTHEBEST25, set up your subscription order and get 25% off. It's 25% off the first time and 15% off all the concurrent subscriptions. So go do that. Get smarter, get your product, everything you need. Livemomentus.com because if you're going to train with the best, you better recover with the best. And that's why we choose Momentus. We're back this week with a brand new episode of Catch the Spirit as I welcomed on President of Business Operations for the Spirit, Lindsay Behrens. We tracked her career from activist into law school, eventually to the White House, ran some political campaigns on the local level before foraying into sports. And now she takes all that experience, that wide varied experience, into the front office with the Spirit. It was a really fascinating conversation. Would love for you to check it out, and you can do so anywhere you find this podcast. As Catch the Spirit is a production of Train with the Best Media. 
All right, our main topic on the podcast today has to do with our own limitations, our own humanity. Chris, uh, you, you, I said, hey, what do we want to talk about today? And you're like, man, I don't know if I really want to talk about this, uh, but, and you kind of started talking. I was like, no, we, we really should talk about this. So over to you for uh, kind of the background here and, and everything that's going on. Yeah, you know, I think uh, for me especially, we, we take on a lot of challenges as as trainers, um, and and I don't shy away from anything, right? So when there, when there's a an ACL, especially, right? Like I do everything that I can, and we're so invested in in these kids and these athletes to get back to where they are, and you try to control everything, but you can't. Like you can't control. The way they sleep, you can't control the way that they're going to practice with their coaches. You can't control um, what their school day is like. You you can't control everything. They don't live in your bubble. Um, so a lot of it is outside of your control, and that's why I'm always also very con- cautious about what I say um, when it comes to injury prevention, so uh, so to speak, because there's just no such thing that you you can't you can't make somebody bulletproof. I try. I really try, and um, in the past year or so, we've had several cases where um, athletes have come back to us after an injury, and then there's a re-injury, right? And it's like, for me, it fucking kills me, right? Like it's like, shit, what did I do? What did I miss? How did she get hurt again? Um, what could I have done better? And it it always goes to that, and one of the people that I actually called because I have such a great relationship with her was Joanna Boyle's Fenema. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was an emotional conversation because I reached out to her, I reached out to her mom and I said, listen, I don't think I ever told you this, but I blame myself for you having to retire. Like it's my fault that I was not able to fix your back. And Joanna basically said, Chris, shut the fuck up. That's basically <laughs> she As said, only Joe can. As only she can. She said, um, but I won't get into all the details, but she was like, basically, Chris, like, you look at it as what you weren't able to do. I don't look at it. I'm, I'm at peace with where I'm at, and I look at it for what you were able to accomplish. Like, you took my body from being broken down. Like, I had bulging discs in my back since I was 14 years old. And when I was 16 years old, that's when it was started to be degenerative. So... Yeah, you couldn't fix that. I was a ticking time bomb. That was a phrase that she used. And there was no way that you were going to be able to fix me. But if you look at all of the other people that tore their ACL in the same time frame that I tore my ACL, none of them were able to wear the North Carolina uniform again. None of them got back onto the field. I mm-hmm. was able to get back onto the field. We won the ACC championship. I got drafted into the NWSL. I was a starter in the NWSL. And you gave me that. So don't focus on what you were not able to do like but this this is just me like i always think about shit what was i not able to do and so with her she was the first person i talked to there was several other clients this week that that i talked to and i, I just reached out to them i had a moment of vulnerability i was like listen like this is weighing on me i'm so sorry that you got hurt again i feel like i should have done more i feel like it's my fault um and i feel terrible and all of them pretty much had the same message as Joe. Like, hey, this is not your fault. You can't control this. Uh, you know, like, it's just meant to be. Like, this is something that happens in life, and you can't beat yourself up over it. But it's hard. Like, 
we try to do so much and and support our athletes not just in in fixing like their movement but in fixing their mindset and fixing their spirit and fixing everything and like that takes a lot out on me for sure right it's like having one of your kids like i see it because i see all of these families when they don't have answers right they they come to me for the answers and i don't have them and when i don't like i feel like shit and the, as as lost as they are i'm as lost as, as as them because like these these young athletes they become part of my family i'm invested that much into them and so it's like i have four or five children that have now retorn their acl and have to go through this again and like it weighs on me a lot so i actually reached out to some of my old friends in the industry and i was like man how do you do this how do you how do you deal with this like it, it is this kind of like how surgeons deal with it or, or er doctors how do they deal with it when they lose a patient like because that's what it feels like right mm-hmm. for me and it kind of talked me off the ledge um so it's 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 nice to have some really good friends out there to that that look out for you and and are there for that moment where it's like hey like chris just breathe you can't control everything um as much as you try to do for people you can't do everything you're only human and you're doing a great job. Um, and it is that, is that delayed gratification, I guess, too, right? Like, it's like when you're in this field where you're you're dealing with people who are injured, re-injured, all this other stuff, and, and because of COVID, especially, like, this came up in the conversation, too. Like, we haven't had that gratification, right? Like, there was a moment with Joe when she was back onto the field and, like, everybody was celebrating, like, here it is. We're finally back onto the field. We can play again. And, like, that's been so far delayed for the last year, year and a half or whatever. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it's been really hard this, this past week. It caught up to me along amongst other things, right? Like amongst like getting my second vaccination shot. So like, you know, I'm already like out of energy and like negative on the whoop recovery probably, if I had one. <laughs> you know? So it was just, it was pretty emotional for me, like just to kind of go through this. And, and that, that talk with Joe was needed. I needed, I needed to hear that from her. Cause I beat myself up over that. And I think I think a lot of trainers out there also beat themselves up over it too. Like when your client gets hurt or when your client re-injures something, and you, you start to think, "Man, what could I have done?" Right. And I don't even necessarily think it has to always be that severe um, in terms of injury. Um, it's just not reaching goals, right? And we talk about these concepts often in the context of what we tell clients to try to get them to do their part. Right. But how often do we really internalize our part of it, right? So we talk all the time about how there is 168 hours in a week. And if you're a three-time-a-week client, that means there's 165 hours that you need to be able to control, yada, yada, yada. And as a trainer, sometimes like there's only so much we can do in those three hours. And I think we do that so that the client understands that we're not miracle workers and and so that there's a part of say a weight loss journey that we just can't control like we can't feed you we can't uh make you sleep right we can't hydrate you like there's just stuff that you're gonna have to take care of but how often do we really really internalize that as a trainer to be like there's stuff they're gonna have to take care of or there's stuff that we can't control. And that's the even next step of it, where again, even on the weight loss side of it, whether it's a a hormone uh, imbalance or some kind of other um, 
bodily something uh there's a real right. technical term um that that <laughs> they they can't control then sometimes there's just gonna be like if you want to sum it down into two words like shit happens yeah and, shit happens especially yeah there's just nothing we can do about it and so like i i love the perspective that joe gave you of like okay i'm a my body was a ticking time bomb there was nothing we can do about it and before that bomb went off you gave her more than anyone else could have given her. And I think that like counterfactual of, okay, well, what if I didn't do this for this client? So like, I've got a client who weight loss is, is one of his main focuses and I've been working with him for a while now. And he lost like 30 pounds when we started working together in the first year plus uh, of working together. And then pandemic hits, he gained it all back and we've had trouble getting it back. And there's some other health issues that I think are, are entering the equation, but it's also like, okay, we've been working out. I've been on him, been trying to explain to him this stuff. And like, he's maintaining where he's at. And while I beat myself up all the time over that, you know, as you were talking, I'm also thinking of the counterfactual of like, well, what if we didn't do that? Like, would he be right. gaining weight? Would it be getting worse? And and it's right. just impossible to know because we only get to live one reality at a time. Right. Yeah, I think I think that, and that's that's the part for me that's hard to see because I'm always like what we were talking about earlier. Like, I'm always going to go to the negative. Like, I could have done a better job. I should have done a better job. Right. Like, you get your clients and they're coming back from ACL and they do everything you ask them to do and everything is great and they're strong and they're fast and then shit happens on the field man like mm -hmm. there's just so many different factors like it's not just you get somebody out there that's strong and fast and fit and it moves well and they're never going to hurt themselves and unfortunately shit happens and it's, it's devastating to them it's devastating to their families and they're all looking for answers and you know again it, get mag it's get, it gets magnified for me because i can't be the one that like bears the pain like when shit happens to me I'm like, all right, cool, get over it. Like, it doesn't bother me as much. But when it happens to the people that I care about and I care a shit ton about my clients, like, it hurts me more because I can't, I can't be the one to go fix it, right? Or, mm. or like, I can't be the one that controls it. So, yeah, man, it's it's, it's been a tough week. Um, it's definitely humanizing, uh, humbling. Um, and again, it's it's hard for me to focus on the positive because it's like, man, I just I want everybody to have this huge success story and this and that. Like, for instance, this one, this one, this one that we're dealing with right now, she came back from an ACL at the end of 2019. She was able to come back um, last year. She played in an ECNL. And if you know anything about what's going on with soccer right now, like, and even college sports, there are no offers being made because there's no money. Um, and you know, there's, there's extra years of eligibility. So seniors are not leaving. So mm. there, there are no roster spots for juniors and seniors coming out of, uh, of school right now. So for this girl to come back, she didn't have any offers. She was able to get, uh, the D one offer of the school of her dreams that she really wanted to get to. And then like a few weeks later, she tears her ACL again at, at a high school game. And it's like, fuck, I was mm -hmm. so upset and, and like. Her dad called me, no answers. Like I had, he didn't have any answers. And by no means were they blaming me or anything like that. But like I blame myself. Like why couldn't I do this, right? Um, but then the flip side is, well, if I didn't get her back to begin with, 
she would have never got that offer from her dream school. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's this and that. And then, of course, you, you just deal with all the pundits who don't know shit about shit. So they're all like, <laughs> oh, well, she came back too early. And, you know, the research says, like, I'm like, oh, God, here we go. Like, so I don't know. It's just, it's just weird. Like, I, I put myself in these positions because I never say no to somebody who needs help. And, yes, we're aggressive with it. And, and we try to do the best that we can, doing the best we can. And even with that, like, shit happens. So Right. And and I think it's also the kind of thing that, you know, we talk about process results, all that kind of stuff. And if you're like, if this is happening all the time, then like, is it time to revisit the process? Is it time to revisit the checkpoints along the way? And I'm sure anytime this happens once, like knowing you, you, you go like, well, were we too aggressive there? Could we like you, you rethink everything. And, but that's good. Like in, in the long term, obviously you don't want to be having to do it, but you always want to reevaluate if you're actually, if your best practices are actually best. Um, and if, but the, the hardest part of that is when the answer is yes, we're doing everything right. We did everything right. And we still didn't get the result we wanted. Like that's when it's mentally just like, that's when the humanity of just, we're not robots. We're not checking boxes and just being like oh well did the best we can because there's still at the end of the day a human and not to mention a, a human with a knee that's now in pain and a grueling rehab process and all that but a family that was hoping to get you know college scholarship money is now not getting that um and that's like that that's for some people potentially life-changing and it, it just it's kind of crazy that we live in a world and a system that um, those kinds of like a knee injury could change the course of someone's life in that way. But like, it just is um, because athletics are one of the ways in which you get a, a college scholarship and is the way that some people go to college and, or pay for college or, you know, have a different financial situation on the back end of college because they don't have as much or any debt. And so there's, there's just, you know, you start to like, go down the rabbit hole and I totally get why that kind of emotional response happens, especially for someone like you who not just works with the client and sends them home, but who gets to know the clients and often knows their families as well. Yeah. And that's, that's the part where it's, it's hard because you know, like we've always said at Onyx, we, we do the best that we can to treat everybody the same way. Right. So not everybody at Onyx is going to go play in the world cup and for a lot of these girls, they just want to get back on the field because they're never going to be able to play soccer again with their high school friends. Mm-hmm. Like, that's literally it. I, hey, I just want to be out there with my high school friends because I'm never going to have this again. You know what I mean? And, like, the season's over in two weeks, and then I'll never have this opportunity. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, and, and that matters to me just as much as getting ready for the World Cup, you know? Um, because if, if I can help give that girl that experience where she feels pe- at peace of mind or that family feels a peace of mind of letting them go back out there, then let's at least try. Like I- I'm willing to at least try, but I guess sometimes because I'm so willing to try, I put myself in these impossible situations where the expectations become too much. And then it's hard for me to, to accept a loss or a failure or a re injury in this case, because it's like, that was on me. I should have. I should have been the one to do more or do better or whatever. You know. Yeah. And and and, and, and I, by the way, like all of these clients, they're dealing with this way better than I am, right? Like <laughs> I'm 
torn up and and i don't let this affect training right because they they're still coming in to train with me today actually so like they love it they they come back and we're, we're able to again give them that peace of mind um that mental health that they're doing everything that they can to to get themselves back or or give themselves a chance to play or get noticed by a school or whatever um it's it's really just me in my own private moments when the when the day is done and I'm tired and I'm thinking about everything it's like man what could I have done to help this person more you know right and I, I I'll wrap up with this and you can add whatever you want on the back end of it but um this is also why I get so angry at the guru types online or any other even really high le- like legitimately really high level trainer that sells themselves as someone who can prevent injury you can't you right. absolutely can't there's i know you would never say this about yourself but there's nobody who's better than you there are other people who are quite as good or are just as good as you that are on your level there are other people that in certain areas might know a little bit more um, because that's their particular specialty or they have some kind of other background or expertise but on the whole like when you think of the a plus level trainers in this country and on this planet for me you're right in that group and you can't prevent injury because you're human, even if you're an A plus level trainer. And there are people out there who were like, anytime one of their clients gets hurt, it's always someone else's fault. And they swear that if they, you know, if every client just followed this, their training or their method, that no one would ever get hurt and we could prevent injuries and we can't because sports are played in uncontrolled environments. The human body is incredibly complex and there's a lot of systems that are at play all at once and you just can't fully prevent injury. It's in fact why I've completely gone away from the term injury prevention and I use injury resiliency instead. The goal is to try to make people as resilient as possible so that they don't get hurt as often as possible and if they do get hurt, the injury is less severe than it otherwise would have been. But at the end of the day, we're humans, our clients are humans, the people they compete with and against are humans, and that means there's going to be some form of error, and ultimately, you just hope that it happens less often than it otherwise would, and with less severity than it otherwise would, and that is the best we can do, and anyone trying to sell or promise you otherwise is frankly full of shit. Yeah, I mean, you know, I had a great conversation with some of my other trainer friends yesterday, and it was like, Chris, what what are you gonna do? Are you gonna are you gonna watch everybody sleep? Are you gonna watch every single one of your clients eat? Are you gonna watch every single step that every single one of your clients take? Because you can't, you can't do that. Um, as much as I would love to, as much as like I would love or, to be able to control or, everything. Have we stumbled into a business opportunity? Coming soon, the train <laughs> with the best house will feed you, will right. give you a bed, will monitor your sleep. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I don't know, man, but it's uh, it. it I, I will say I, I will go back to just kind of like the support that I received this week from people that that I was able to count on to to pick me up and say, Chris, like Joe. Joe said to herself, right, Chris, shut the fuck up. Like you did a great <laughs> job. Like I can't thank you enough for what you did. Don't go down this rabbit hole because you're not going to be able to fix everything. Even though I want to, like, even though I want to be able to get rid of injuries, like, I just, I can't. And it's hard to accept sometimes. Um, it really is. Like, I, I know that I should accept it, but I still try to challenge that, right? So. Yeah. Uh, 
It's in a video game. You can't turn injuries off. It's real life. <laughs> and uh, if we could, if someone finds that switch, please flick it off. Be great. Uh, if you want more from Chris on Instagram at Trainer Gores, more from me at Craig underscore Hoffman. Make sure you follow our account as well for the pod and for everything else we're doing at Train with the Best. 21 again next week on the show brian myers the ceo of solid core it is going to be a really he's he, like on top of the serious nature of how cool his story is and like the insight that we should get he's a hilarious human and so i'm very much looking forward to what will be a legitimately fun conversation with brian so that is on next week's show make sure you're subscribed apple podcast spotify wherever you get your pods and we will see you back here next week on the train with the best podcast <laughs>